today po, today we are celebrating our last culminating uh, worship service for Reformation Month. And I just want to ask, do we know what we are celebrating? <laughs> Alam po ba natin yung why we are celebrating the Reformation Month? I see smiles, I see <laughs> faces na confused. Pero let me share with you why we are celebrating the Reformation Month. I uh, just want you to imagine, no, 501 years ago, na you go to church every Sunday, sir. You, you worship God every week, week after week, so, Sunday after Sunday, year by year, and you do not hear the gospel. That is the, the ref, that's what happened 501 years ago, and so we celebrate that change that happened 501 years ago, and now that's why. Fast forward today for Reformation Month, Breadcom lead pastors have decided to study the book of Ephesians about the life of the church. No, ano ba ang church? What is church? Why do we do church? Why are we the church? No, what is the church? What is the purpose of the church? Who is the church? And right now, if you look at the person next to you, makikita natin na we are the church. This is what the church looks like. The church is composed of Old, but wise. <laughs> Old, but wise. Young, <laughs> young, energetic people, passionate people. And of course, rich and poor, people from different backgrounds and colors. That also means different preferences. But we learned last Sunday that despite our differences, despite the gifts that God has showered upon us, the different gifts, we can be united to grow together. And so, the church is a wonderful place to be with. I mean, uh, a wonderful uh, place to belong to. Um, let me... <laughs> oh yeah. So, this different gifts, no? Nanggaling po siya sa Lord. And the, the purpose of the gifts is to bless the church, to encourage one another, and to bless one another. Some are gifted to teach. So, sa 1615, again, reminder rong po, nandun po ang ating mga teachers to uh, teach our kids about who God is and what the gospel is. And um, some to preach, some to evangelize, some to encourage, and of course, ang favorite ministry nating lahat, ang Martha ministry. Wala pa akong slide. <laughs> because we are the... <laughs> some are gifted to serve in the music ministry. Can we like honor our youth? Like, uh, they, they know they are gifted, and so we'd like to honor them and show them, you know, yung encouragement na, praise God, you're using your gift for the Lord. Yeah. And some the patience and eagerness to pray. So every Wednesday po, meron po tayong meeting service. But before that, I just want you to know na meron po tayong leaders who are praying for our church and for our members. And so that is one of the gifts no, na we can enjoy together as a church. And maybe you're blessed with resources to become a blessing to others. And I know QC, Team QC, Breadcom QC is gifted with so much resources. And um, we are thankful that these resources are being used for God's kingdom. And one significant word no, uh, na pwede nating maalala ngayon gabi is the word ecclesia, the church. So this means we are called out. Right? Called out from, from where? Sabi sa 1 Peter 2.9, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we understand now that the church is no longer living in darkness, but now is transferred into this marvelous light. So that's why the church must embrace change. The church must embrace change. We are a people separated for a purpose, a people that is set apart, a people of yeah, significant purpose. In the remaining verses of uh, Ephesians chapter 4, I'd like to invite everyone to open their Bibles, their phones, and their apps, Bible apps, and read with me with your eyes. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 to 32. Here's the word of the Lord. Therefore, or, 
This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, in that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one body. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, Forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So that is our passage for tonight. And what are we trying to <laughs> discover here in our passage? So this is our passage, no? Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do. It, Paul is trying to exhort the Ephesian church na bago na kayo, na bago na kayong creation. In Christ, He has called you out from darkness to light. And so, He's exhorting na, wag na kayong maglakad or mamuhay ng katulad ng mga hentil. Now, Paul is talking to an Ephesian church, diba? to the churches in Ephesus, who are mainly Gentiles. And so, He's telling, na, he's telling them na wag na kayong mamuhay ng parang ng mga hentil. And what does that mean? Wow. Yeah, we must not lo- we must not longer walk as the Gentiles do. So ano ba yung sabi sa um sa Ephesians chapter 4? No, he's trying to exhort from what he told them earlier. Sabi sa 4 sa 4 1 to 3 as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. So basically, the church in Ephesus, the churches in Ephesus, are not living lives worthy of their calling. So it's a reminder to them, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the Lord, through the bond of peace. So, and we read earlier, I mean, last Sunday, na ito yung passage na yun talks about the unity of the believers to grow. And now he's going back na, therefore, what now? We must no longer walk as the Gentiles do. Ano, paano ba sila mag-walk? <clears throat> wow. They are futile-minded. So nasa verse, verse 17, Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. So what does futility of the mind mean? What does that look like today? Futility, in its most uh, no, basic meaning, no, of utility po, empty-minded. Empty-minded, purposelessness. Purposelessness. How do you live your lives? Is it full of purpose? Is it full of, may direction ba ang buhay natin? Do we live our lives na, I'm heading this way. Or like the Gentiles during their time, wala. So they live for their own benefit. They live for their own success. 
and there's no purpose behind it. Sabi sa Ephesians 2, 1 to 3, As for you, he's talking to the same group of churches. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Bago na kayo eh. Dati, patay kayo sa kasalanan ninyo in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Sabi niya sa verse 3, all of us lived among them at one time. We were like them before. Pero ngayon, you are a church in Ephesus. You are a church in Ephesus and there must be change in your lifestyle. Gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. How do we live our lives? That is the big question Apostle Paul is trying to ask us today. Ano pa? Futile-minded sila. <clears throat> Darkened understanding. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as gentles do. The futility of their minds, they are darkened in their understanding. You know, I, I know a friend sa Bible school. Hindi ko alam kung Hindi ko alam kung bakit siya nasa Bible school, but... Hindi, <laughs> kasi, sorry, may background naman, may background. So, during one class, OT, OT survey namin, sabi niya, Nate, hindi ko maintindihan to. Yung binabasa namin sa Isaiah. Hindi, na, hindi niya maintindihan. He's a very smart guy, very talented, you know, top of the class. But he doesn't, you know, understand what's going on. You know, you know, sa understanding, darkened understanding basically means someone, a person, who is blinded of the truth of God. You may be smart. You may invent things. You may be successful in what you do. But hindi mo naman kilala ang Lord. That's the difference of the church. Because they know who God is and they understand who God is. What He has done for us. So the gospel, para sa Kanya, no, yun, nag-survive lang siya one sem. So, parang trinay lang yung Bible school. Sad. It's a sad reality. Not, ev- not everyone, no? not everyone understands what we're talking about. Not everyone understands the weight and gravity of your sin that Jesus Christ has to, you know, lay down His life for us. Hindi yun clear sa lahat ng tao. That's why, you know, that's why kailangan may transformation, may change. And God did it for us, you know. We, he has transferred us from darkness into His marvelous light. Na hindi na tayo living in darkness. That we understand who God is and thereby, thereby we worship Him. Ano pa? Anong result nun? If you are futile-minded and you think you have no purpose in life and you just live and live each day, Tapos, wala ka pang understanding about who God is. The result is this. You're alienated from God. You are separated from God. You are taken away from God. So Gentile church sila, they do not have the law like the Israelites did, the Jews did. Non-Jews sila, they don't have the law, they don't have their, you know, forefathers. Wala silang clear understanding of, you know, the gospel. That's why their lives are really away from God. <clears throat> Sabi sa Ephesians 2.12, again, the same church, the same group of churches yung ina-address to Paul, remember that at that time, you were separated from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and, for, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope, and without God in the world. Imagine that. Imagine your life without hope. Just imagine that first. Without hope muna. Without hope. Maybe you're suffering from something. Maybe you're suffering from sickness. Imagine your life without hope. Plus this, without God in the world. That is the Gentiles' way of thinking. That's the Gentiles' way of life. Sad. Sad po, mga kaibigan. Sad po, church, na if we do not have hope and we do not have God, <laughs> paano na? Paano na po ang buhay natin? 
That's why we need to change our old ways. We need to recheck, recheck. How do we live our lives? How do I think? And how do I relate to God? Bakit daw sila alienated from the life of God? Because of two things. First, ignorance that is in them. So, ano tong in- ignorance na to? <laughs> so, ignorance because, you know, alam nilang mali sila. Alam nilang they are away from God. But, walang, you know, there's no initiation to, to come to God. You know you're living your life wrong. But there's no kick in you. Na you have to change. You have to come to God. How do we, how do we respond you know, after sinning? After sinning, how do we respond? Do we like run away from God? Or do we come closer to God? Do we run to Him for forgiveness? due to their hardness of heart. <clears throat> says here in uh, Jeremiah, uh, sorry, the heart is deceitful above all things. You know, I just want to pause there and just reflect. You know, the world, the Facebook, you know, social media, we are actually encouraged, you know, to listen to our hearts. What does your heart say, bro? Do you really love her? Sis, siya na ba talaga? You know, the Bible reminds us, you know, that the heart is deceitful above all things. Why would you trust your heart if you know it is deceitful? <laughs> you know, um, pwede itong maging logo, pwede, pwede itong maging slogan, you know, in doing business, in doing ministry, na we should not place our, you know, our visions from our hearts. I mean, we should not draw our visions from our hearts, but from the Word of God. And beyond cure. Ayun pa. So, deceitful, deceitful above all things, wala pang cure. Who can understand it? Who can understand your heart? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. So, that's heavy in you know, um, that's a Gentile way of living. And they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy, to practice every kind of impurity. You know, ito yung result eh. Ito yung result ng Gentile living. If you have futile minds, you are darkened in your understanding, you are alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in you. And because of your hardness of heart, ito eh, ito yung mangyayari. You become callous. You become callous in your spiritual life. And that's hard. That's hard. Pagka nasanay ka sa kasalanan na meron ka ngayon, and there's no, there's no repentance, there's no remorse. That's sad. And this is a call. This is a call from the Apostle Paul to change our old ways. This is a mandate to change our old ways. And what does that result? No? Pagkalos ka. You give yourself to what? Sensuality. Greedy to practice every kind of impurity. That contrasts exactly what the church is. The church is not about yourself. The church is about others. The church is about them and not us. The church is about brotherhood, sisterhood, and family. How do we live our lives? Kasi kung mapapansin natin sa verse na to, sa verse 19, it's all about ourselves. Sensuality, greedy to practice, and every kind of impurity. That is self-centered. Uh, and so we, we are encouraged by Paul naman. How do we, you know, how do we change our old ways? What is the means by which we change? But that is not the way you learn Christ. He starts with this, but 
that is not the way you learn Christ. He wants to shift their attention. Now, oh yeah, it's a rebuke, but here's the good news. That is not the way you learn Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self. So what does that mean? You know, in church, we are, we are learning Christ. We are learning Christ Sunday after Sunday. We, we make sure na yung preaching po is to reveal who Jesus is. And that is part one, part one of transformation. That is not the way you learn Christ. We learn Christ through discipleships, through care groups, through fellowships. And to hear Christ. To hear Christ. So, fellowships po. Anong difference ng fellowships sa fellowships? <laughs> ng fellowships ng church sa fellowships ng, ng kamunduhan. <laughs> that is the word of God. So, kaya nga minsan ayoko magpatawag ng, we fellowship tayo, tapos wala namang, wala talagang element of word of God. Because this is what makes fellowships, our fellowships different. To hear about Christ. How do we how do we do our discipleship groups? Is it filled with God's word? Or kwentuhan na lang? <laughs> kwentuhan na lang kasi mas masaya yun. <laughs> but that is not the way you learn Christ. In Romans uh, 10, 17, you know, it says there na salvation comes from hearing the word of God and the words of Christ. And so this is, this is why the, the word is very powerful and must be part of our fellowships to teach Christ how kamusta yung pagshare mo ng gospel like how 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 often do you do you share God to your friends to your loved ones to your family to your workmates kilala ka bang Christian dun? <laughs> kilala ka bang Christian sa workplace mo or if just or secret ka okay I'm just one of them Hindi ko sasabihin na Christian ako, baka, baka mabuli ako eh. Baka asarin ako every time. Uy, nasa pastor. Ayun na si, ano, si mother. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard eh. It's hard. When, when, when you say, when you profess that you are a Christian, it's not easy eh. Parang bumaliktad yung mundo mo. You are now living for Christ. And that is the call the Apostle Paul is trying to tell them eh. Nasabi nila, you are now Changed from darkness to light. Live like one. Live like one. So we, we learn Christ in church. We hear about Christ in church. Do we teach Christ in church? That is the means by which we are transformed. To learn more about this Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and of course... When you are do, practicing that, basically, you are living. You are living the Christian life. To live like Christ. To put off your old self which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. And to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Romans 12, 2. Be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Right? And to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. This is why we do church, my friends. To become like God, to become like Him, to be transformed in His image, to be created after the likeness of God in righteousness and holiness. How do we live our lives? That is the question for us tonight. Uulit-ulitin ko po ito so that we may reflect and consider how we live our lives. Is it righteous? Is it holy? In Peter, he said that, Be holy. Because I am holy. You know, nowhere in the Bible na ni-repeat yung word na to. <laughs> like, God is love. You know that? God is love. God is gracious. God is merciful. God is forgiving. But in the Bible, He's only described three times na ito. Yung holy, holy, holy. Yun yung character niya. Yun yung attribute niya na inulit three times. And we know when something is repeated in the Bible, it is very, very, very important. It is very, very important. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Is the Lord. 
So we have a mandate to change our old ways. We have the means by God by which we can change. And eh, first, to put off your old self. How do we how do we live Christ? How do we live Christ? He, he gives us um, suggestions. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self. So to put off your old self, how does that look like? How does that mean? What does that mean? Sabi sa Romans 12 to do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing, you may deserve, dis- discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. You know, ang daming tanong na ganito, ang daming lang narig na tanong, what is the will of God? What is the will of God? Is this God's will for me? Is this the job God wants me to do? Is this the place for me? Is this where He wants me to transfer? Or basic, is this what God wants me to do? To say, to think. Lahat ng to, nakakabit sa word of God. That is how we are being renewed in the way we think, in the way we live our lives. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. <clears throat> and that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. So yung will ni Lord, tatlong bagay eh. It is good. It is good. It is acceptable. And it is perfect. <clears throat> of course, to put on the new self, uh, to put on Christ, after created, we are created kasi in the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. And so, if our lives are not, you know, characterized by holiness or righteousness, it just means that we are not that connected to Christ. Connected ba talaga tayo kay Christ? Do we really strive? Do we really strive to know Him? Sabi ni Spurgeon, <laughs> one of the greatest preachers, no, this guy, this guy, you know, we learned na he suffered uh, depression until his last breath, mga kapatid. He suffered depression. Imagine this guy's hope na one day I'll be cured. But God answers him na, you know, I'll cure you when you're here with me. He suffered depression all throughout his life, all throughout his ministry. And ito nanggaling sa kanya, ito words niya. Holiness is not the way to Christ. It's not, it's not the way to Christ. So if you think now you have to be holy, you have to do something good para ma-accept ka ni Lord, it's not that. Christ is the way to holiness. This is a call to holiness. This is a call to transformation, to change. And in order for us to change, we must be in Christ. Are you in Christ? And of course, I could end there, pero anong signs, anong fruits na makikita sa buhay natin na, oh, I'm changing. I'm already changing. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the, de- to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with you, uh, to share with anyone in need. You know, uh, isa natin. Para maintindihan natin to. <clears throat> talks about speech. Talks about speech. This is a way of life. Ah. Yung, yung pinag-uusapan natin ngayon is a way of life. Our old ways. Dealing with speech. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. How truthful are we? How truthful are we? Tapos, nilagyan niya pa ng for we are members of one another. Actually, in the message translation, it's, it's beautifully worded. Tinan mo, what this adds up to then 
is this. No more lies, no more pretense. Tell your neighbor the truth. And he, he puts here, when you lie to others, you end up lying to yourself. Why? The church is one body. The church is one body. When you lie to your brother and sister, you're actually lying to yourself. <laughs> so pag kinamusta ka ng care group mo, come on, don't pretend that you're okay. Because we're not okay. That's why we're here. We're all broken. We all suffer. Don't be okay if you're not okay. Don't pretend to be okay. See, we can be honest with each other. If you understand that we are together, we are part of one another. Kasi accept ka eh. accept ka. Alam mo, sa kasalanan, sa buhay, may struggles tayong lahat, may weaknesses tayong lahat. The thing is, we need to share it, man. You need to, bro, pag-pray mo ako kasi, ito na naman. <laughs> We are part of one another. And this is the church. We are united. We are united. Verses 1 to 16. 1 to 16 chapter 4. We are united. And this is part of exercising that unity. Mga kapatid, pag may nagsabi sa'yo, ng share sa'yo ng, ng kanilang struggle, don't judge. You can, re- you can rebuke, you know, without judging. You can rebuke without judging. Accept mo siya. Pag, pag mag, mag-pray kayo, <laughs> mag-pray kayo, hindi lang pwedeng mag, hindi lang pwedeng mag, alam mo yun, mag-end up sa, ah, okay, so yun yung sagang. Sige, sige bro, see you next week. Prayer. Prayer. Envelope it with prayer. Cover it with prayer. Why? Kasi pagka nagano, chismis lang tawag doon, sir. Chismis. <laughs> Kung walang prayer doon, parang, Ano, nagpapagalingan ba tayo? <laughs> Nagpapadamihan ba tayo ng kasalanan? No, it's not. So we want to, we want to change it. Yun yung goal kung bakit we do accountability. That's the goal why we do it, discipleship. Because we want to live like Christ. We want to be like Christ. And if you're not being like, you know, we're not being transformed, then something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something needs to change. <clears throat> How would your closest friend describe you the way you speak? Closest friend, ah. take note. Hindi ko ginamit yung family. Ah. <laughs> closest friend. Kasi ngayon, mas close tayo sa friends natin. Eh. And I don't know why. Dapat family. But how would they describe you? How would they describe your speech? Paano ka ba magsalita? Sakit ba? Nakaka-encourage ba? Full of wisdom ba? Gentle ba? <laughs> or is it mostly hate? <laughs> Reklamo? Insensitive ka? Offensive ka? Super critical ka? <laughs> How careful are you with your words? How careful are we with our words? So let's not only talk about speech, no? So let's try to reflect. Kamusta kaya akong magsalita? It also talks about, yeah, so speech and anger. Talks about anger. Eh. You know, all this, all this are relationship based. All this are, you know, speech, anger. This is all about relationships. It's all about relationships. Dealing with anger. Be angry. Ayan na. Sinabi ba ni Paul na bawal magalit? Diba hindi? Sabi niya, be angry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay. Kasi insan yun ang nakaka-pressure eh. Pagka-Christian ka, hindi ka pwedeng magalit. Saan ang galing yun, mga kapatid? We are all human. We, you know, merong emotions na nangyayari sa atin. We also get angry. But it's very clear here. Do not sin. Be angry. Sige, magalit ka. Pero wag kang magkasala. And how do we sin? Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Pag may issue ka, sa akin, joke lang. <laughs> pag may issue ka sa, sa church mate mo, sa friend mo, sa family mo, 
Sabihin mo naman. <laughs> Sabihin mo naman. Baliktad ngayon eh. Baliktad talaga pagka-Christianity. Talagang it's a it's a change talaga. <laughs> Bakit? Sa world, sa normal, <laughs> pagka galit ka, kapag na-offend ka, hindi ka yung lalapit eh. Hihintayin mo silang lumapit. Di ba? Ay, na-offend ako kay galit. Tut! Di <laughs> Hindi ako lalapit. Hindi ako yung magkakausap sa kanya. Bahala ka dyan, galit ako sa'yo, hindi ko sasabihin. Yun ang world. But the Christian way is, Matthew 18, no ba? Kayong dalawa, mag-usap kayo kung sino yung na-offend. Kung sino yung na-offend, siya yung lalapit. What does that mean? What does that look like? Tatanggalin mo yung pride mo. Tatanggalin mo yung pride mo. Kasi ma-pride tayo eh. It's in our nature. And but we are called to change. That's why, pagka may nagkasala sa atin, may naka-offend sa atin, do not let the sun go down on your anger. <laughs> Give no opportunity to the devil. Alam mo, bakit? Bakit kaya? <laughs> bakit kaya ganun? No? Kasi if hindi mo na-deal yan, kinabukasan, pagka nakita mo siya, yun na naman. Parang ano ni Marred na yung image niya sa'yo. Hindi na siya yung katulad ng dati. You, you treat him or her differently. Sa anger kasi, it starts with annoyance, di ba? <laughs> anger starts with annoyance, my friends. And very practical yun. It starts in the family. <laughs> anger starts with annoyance. Alam mo yun, yung tipong ilagay mo dun, or wag mo kong istorbohin, wag kang maingay, starts with that eh. Annoyance. Nairita ka na. Then you, then you become angry. Pagka hindi mo na-deal yung anger mo, you know, you become cynical to your, ano, <laughs> to your friend, you know. You become cynical. Lahat na lang ng gagawin niya, lahat ng sasabihin niya, kontra ka. Lahat yun, lahat yun may ibang meaning sa'yo. Lahat yun, na-demonize mo. That's why, Paul starts with this very practical speech. Sometimes yun yung number one reason why we get angry. Yung pag, yung, alam mo, yung sobrang matalas yung dila. <laughs> Nakaka-offend. Sarcasm daw, pero ano, may halong, may halong katotohanan. <laughs> diba? It starts with speech, my friends. So before we go to anger, no, dun muna tayo sa speech. Let's try to evaluate how we use our words. Gusto yung preaching ni Pastor Stan about our tongue, how powerful our tongue is. That's so true. That's so practical. And one of the fruits of the gospel working in us is our transformation and how we use our words. So inulit niya to. Inulit niya to. Pero... Sa dulo pa. So, be angry, do not sin. Tapos sabi niya sa verse 31, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Magkakadikit po yan eh. Magkakadikit po yung lahat. If you don't deal with your anger, will result bitterness, wrath, <laughs> wrath, clamor, and slander. You know, when you talk wrongly about your friend, you're actually slandering him. You're actually, you know, uh, sinning. <laughs> That's why we have to practically, you know, deal with anger. How do we deal with your anger? One more dealing with greed. Gusto kong going positive eh, dealing with generosity. But the Apostle Paul, yeah, the verse, but the Apostle Paul carefully wrote this eh, sabi niya, let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. You know, stealing, the nature of stealing is greediness. Kasi hindi ka contento sa meron ka. That's why you steal. That's why you steal. 
And I want you to notice how the Apostle Paul wrote this. No? Galing, kasi when someone is stealing, aning action na gagawin natin? Let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, para ano? So that he may have something to share with anyone in need. So when you help someone, dapat yung pag-help natin, able, to sh- able siya to help someone also. And it's not, it's not ano eh, hindi niya sinabi na let him labor, let him do honest work with his own hands so that he may give something to you in return. Sinabi niya to others, to share to others in need. So ang galing, no? he beautifully wrote this down para sa perspective natin of helping. Why do we help? Do we help because we want something in return? Or do we help because you want you know, that person to help others also? <clears throat> the goal is not to gain from the person you have helped to, but to lead him to being generous to others in need. The essence of helping is to help without expecting something in return. And so we go here sa last na nating you know, evaluation. Kung kumusta yung buhay natin? Alright, dealing with forgiveness. So we go back. Nag-start lahat yun sa, ani, sa speech. Eh. <laughs> speech, nagalit. Now, forgiveness. Sabi dito, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. You know, how, how many, how many people, no, na na-offend, na nag-offend sa'yo, na hindi mo, no, hanggang ngayon, na hindi mo pa napapatawad. Meron ba? Inaalala ba tayong person in mind, no? Na, uy, napatawad ko na siya, pero hindi ko pa nasasabi sa kanya. May ganun? May ganun ba tayo? You know, you have to evaluate yung forgiveness na sinasabi ni Paul dito. Are we a person who is easy to forgive, easy to give forgiveness? Or are we a person na tatandaan ko yung ginawa mo sa akin? <laughs> Pag ikaw lumapit sa akin, <laughs> huyo ka. I mean, <laughs> may, may ganun ba tayong attitude? When someone offends you, kamusta? Nabibigay ba natin ng forgiveness yun? Or do we keep, we keep it? Hindi lang keep eh, iniipon pa natin. <laughs> iniipon pa natin. You know, practicality, in relationships, husbands and wives, mahal ko po kayo. <laughs> Pero how do we, you know, reconcile? How do we talk to one another? Pagka nag-usap kayo, dealing with a fresh issue. <laughs> na Naalungkat ba yung mga nagawa two, two years ago? Naalala mo, three years ago yun eh. Kasama mo si ganito, ganito. You know, it's a sign na hindi pa talaga natin na-forgive. Hindi pa talaga natin na-forgive. Kasi if na-forgive mo, alam mo, hindi mo babalik sa kanya yun eh. Hindi mo ibabalik sa kanya yung mga kasalanan niya. Kung na-deal nyo to. Kung na-deal nyo to. Friends, kamusta tayo sa forgiving? Ganun din ba? Nahalungkat ba yung, ba yung mga, <laughs> mga offense, mga offense niya dati sa'yo? Kasi kung nakahalungkat pa eh, you know, you need to talk again. Sabihin mo, <laughs> bro, I forgive you. I forgive you. And mean it. <laughs> mean it. Hindi mo lang sasabihin po. Kasi pagka sinabi mo lang, madali lang sabihin eh. Madali lang sabihin. And I, I love it, no, nung sinabi ni Paul, as God in Christ forgave you. He changes our perspective of forgiving. This is how you must see the beauty of forgiving. Kung mahirap sa'yo, magpatawad. Maybe, maybe, ah, maybe hindi mo pa na, na-realize how heavy, how heavy your sin is against God. How weightful 
yung kasalanan mo, yung offense na ginawa mo sa Kanya. Kasi we, are, we were once enemies with God. We were once enemies with God. Romans chapter 5. And now we are at peace with Him in Christ. Something had, you know, something changed. So pers- pagka, pagka nalalaman natin, it changes our perspective. Eh. Yung pride mo mababa because you're standing in front of a holy God today, you know, worshiping Him, spirit and in truth. You're being accepted to this community because of the forgiveness of God in Christ. So I, um, the good news is, yeah, the cross, you know, this is how He showed His forgiveness to us, His love, His mercy. Sa cross, lagi kong repeat yung, ano, yung great exchange. Our sins, our filthiness for His righteousness. For His righteousness. Baka isa ka sa mga members natin ngayon na nagbabago naman ako eh. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying to change. Pero ang hirap. Ang hirap. This is the good news for us eh. Kasi we're all trying. I know we're all trying. Ang good news po natin is this. Number one, no? Change is always, change is always associated with Christ. Change is always associated with Christ. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, no? Therefore, if anyone is in in Christ. Kaya kanina, tinanong ko, di ba? Are you in Christ? Are you in Christ? Because if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Your old ways huh, ay bawas na. <laughs> Kasi nasabi lahat, tanggal na. Your old ways ay unti-unti tinatanggal ng Lord sa'yo. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Transformation, change is always associated with Christ. Number two, change does not always mean now. Change does not always mean now. <laughs> we are being, yeah, Philippians 1.6, no? this is our assurance and our, in, our courage. Now, God is really changing us. I am sure of this, sabi ni Apostle Paul, that He who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. So, it actually changes the way we live with each other, diba? We become gracious to one another. Why? Hindi pa tapos eh. Hindi pa tapos yung work na ginagawa ni Lord sa kanya. Maybe he's struggling with anger or speech. Diba? And you now you realize na hindi pa pala tapos. But one thing is for sure, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. We are all headed that way. We are all headed to Christ. And we don't have to pressure our brothers. Be gracious. Be gracious. Second Corinthians 3.18 And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Ano tong image na to? For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Take note na ang model po natin, hindi po yung group leader natin, hindi po yung care group leader natin, hindi po yung elders natin, hindi po yung deacons natin, hindi po yung pastors natin. But our ultimate model is Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Christ. For this comes from the Lord who is Spirit. Um, another and last um, encouragement sa atin is this. That change, change's ultimate pattern is Christ. So it, ano, it frees us, it frees us from that burden, from that pressure. Nakalangan, perfect ka, perfect ka, ganyan. Hindi ko yung model eh. <laughs> Hindi ko yung model. You are just following Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the ultimate model for change. <clears throat> it says in, in Colossians 3.10, 
and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator, who is Jesus. In Romans 8.29, favorite verse po ni, ano, ni Renz. <laughs> Romans 8.29. You know, for those whom he foreknew. Here in foreknew, kasi it, it means for loved. For those God has foreknew. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. It's always Jesus. It's always Jesus. It frees us. Eh? In order that he might be the first bo- firstborn among many brothers. So our, my prayer no, tonight, no, as we reflect on that, and as we have salo-salo later on, let's be honest with one another. <laughs> Alam mo bro, sis, feeling ko malayo pa ako sa mga narinig ko kanina. Pero na-encourage ako eh. Na I still have hope. As long as I'm connected in, with Christ, I will be changed because, with, because I'm connected with Christ. And it doesn't mean now. It doesn't mean later on. And so, I pray, you know, I pray that the gospel will continue to work in us for us and through us. Now, as we learn Christ together, as we hear more about Him through His Word, and as we teach Christ to others, we will all give glory to Him alone as a church. Let's pray. Father, maraming salamat for Your Word. Your Word is truth. Your Word is a lamp unto our feet. Your Word, Lord, is powerful, able to cut through bone and marrow, Lord God, maraming salamat because we are reminded that we are not yet perfect. And it's okay not to be perfect, Panginoon. Because we know that you are completing the work that you have started in us. Lord, teach us as a church to love one another, to encourage one another, and to mold one another to become like Christ. Panginoon, we thank you for uh, this change that you have gifted us. Thank you for uh, this worship service that is led by our youth. Lord God, this is just one of the one of the starts, Lord, of really experiencing that change in our lives. We thank you for your presence. Uh, this we ask with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.